Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you keep me safe. You stretch forth your hand against the fury of my enemies, and your right hand shall save me. In the name of the one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Well, being known by someone other than yourself is a deep longing I feel within most of us. I think simply because this is how we were created. We were created to be this way. We were created to be in relationship with others. Often, it's hard to do. It takes time and attention, and sometimes it's just easier to forego it all because being known is hard. However, when you are with someone who is sharing openly and offering a part of themselves, there is a sense of standing on holy ground, of being in this thin place. Like, for instance, when your teenager opens up about what their first week of school was like without any prompting, oh goodness, that's a thin space. I can tell the smiles on the faces out there, you all know. Or how a friend shares that one of the greatest pleasures in life is smelling fresh tilled soil in the spring at his farm. Isn't that a lovely image? Or how a parent shares a story about how when they were young, this incident that happened when they were quite young and how it has stayed with them and impacted them for the rest of their lives. My dad has shared more than just once in my life about one such pivotal event in his life. I don't think he'll mind me sharing it. For those who know my dad, he's a man of few words. But here's the story. It was when he was nine, and his little sister was about seven. They were swimming in the Guadalupe River, and somehow his sister got caught in the current and an undertow and was pulled under. She was gasping for breath and not able to swim herself really well. My dad saw this, and in all of his nine-year-oldness, had the wherewithal find her, bring her back to the surface, put her on his back, and swim her back to shore, thus saving his sister's life. Nearly 70 years later, both my dad and my aunt recall this story without reservation or any kind of memory loss. 
and I have learned it's a window by which to know both of them intimately. I say that because my dad, even at nine, was a caretaker and a provider and a protector. And my aunt, because she was the recipient of this protection, it forged a sense of loyalty to my father, which has been present all of their lives. And perhaps this deep loyalty is one of the reasons why my cousins and I on this side of the family are so fiercely loyal to one another. I've come to understand that this was set into motion seven decades ago within the waters of the Guadalupe River. And for those of you all who are lucky enough to know my dad, his name is Jim, he's pretty great. You know he's a solid man, he's honest. He's a man of few words, reserved in his emotions, and yet somehow and surprisingly incredibly aware and astute. And to be known by him and to know him is a great gift. Well, being known and having a sense of safety and connectedness with others is one of the treasures of being human. I say that because as God's creation, we are made in his image. We read that again and again in scripture. It's especially prevalent in the first book of the Bible in Genesis. And it is here we learn from the beginning he wants nothing more than relationship with that which he has made. He is in constant pursuit of his creation. In other words, he wants to be known but he also wants to know. So that brings me to today's gospel. We have Jesus, we have Peter, and together they are again. Remember, up to this point in Matthew's gospel, Jesus has healed so many people. He has fed so many people. He's walked on water. Last week, we watched as he healed a little girl of a demon. He's done some pretty remarkable things, and even still, it seems as those, as though those Jesus is closest to really don't know him. He questions whether or not he's really known. And in a moment of confrontation, he says to Peter, who do the people say I am? And then Peter, goes through the list of well-known prophets and holy men. And I can only imagine how frustrating this is for Jesus. And so Jesus pushes a little bit harder and says to Peter, but who do you say that I am? Just say my name, Jesus says to his disciples and Peter. Tell me who I am. I want to be known. Tell me who I am. And what Jesus is getting at is he wants them to know he's more than a miracle worker. He's more than just a good man or prophet. 
So Peter is the bold one, garners the courage, and says, Lord, Jesus, you are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And in this moment, with this pronouncement, Jesus finally knows that Peter understands Peter understands that he's not Jeremiah, that he's not John the Baptist, that he's not a prophet, but instead he is Messiah. And so Jesus, with a sigh of relief, says to him, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah. Jesus knows those closest closest to him finally understand who he is. And this unveiling, when the scales fall from their eyes, when they are brave enough to tell him who he is, this is the moment of knowing, and it is powerful. So powerful that Jesus is moved in his spirit that he pronounces this blessing over Peter, telling them that he is the one that the church will be carried forward by. Can you imagine? Put yourself in that place. Peter, you're the one. And not only that, I'm going to give you the keys to the kingdom. They're yours. But with that comes responsibility. You will be teaching. You will be preaching. You will be scorned in my name. All of that will come. And at this particular point in Matthew's gospel, it is imperative because it propels the story forward. Jesus now knows he can head to Jerusalem because those closest to him have an understanding of who he is and why he has come. They know he is Messiah. So as Christ followers, we don't have Jesus in front of us to prompt us, to ask us. But what we do have is the Eucharist, where the breaking of the bread happens. This is when we are all our most vulnerable. This is when we are all on our knees, holding up our hands to be fed and acknowledge that indeed there is someone greater. It is in this posture that we say, God, I want to be known by you. I want your love. But as we all know, being seen takes courage. It's hard to confess those things about ourselves that we don't really like with someone else. It's hard to trust another with those parts of ourselves that we struggle with day in and day out. But when we do, there is this opening and freedom happens and we allow other things to come in because we release those things that we no longer need. 
Our spirits become empowered, and just like Jesus, when we are known and when we are acknowledged, when our names are spoken by and to another person, this propels us to do the work that God has given us to do. For Jesus, it was the strength and the power to head towards Jerusalem, which is essentially his death. And for Peter, it was being faithful to the start of a movement, a new movement. For you and for me, perhaps it's simply taking the first steps into a church or even just getting up and coming to church week in and week out. Maybe it's deciding to serve others by boxing food in the August heat at the mobile food pantry. Whatever it is, all of it matters. All of it is good. What I have found is when we are known and when we are seen, we want to offer that to others. It is, for me, essential in the life of discipleship, going about the world knowing that we are seen by others and by a God who loves and gives us purpose. sets the tone for our lives. We aren't just moving about without intention or purpose, but because we are a child of God, we do have purpose. Our baptism gives us the keys to the kingdom and releases power in us that we didn't know we had. There are many of us who are content with not unleashing this power, the power to do more than we could ask or imagine. But we've been given the keys, just like Peter. So I ask you what I ask of myself, what are you going to do with yours? How are you going to orient your life in a new way to be known and seen? so that ultimately God's kingdom and his purposes can come about. Dear people of grace, may this place that you show up week in and week out be a place where you know without a doubt you are seen by God and by those walking the road of faith with you. You are known, you are loved, you are seen, and don't ever forget that the keys of the kingdom have been given to you. So get busy and have fun. Be full of joy and realize that hardships will come. But take heart and know that Christ is your companion because he is Messiah. In the name of the one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen.